0: Welcome to livealittlehigher.com This week we learned Parashat Tzav and uh, Parashat Sav is the second parasha of the book of Aikra, in which we have been dealing with the sacrifices that were taken place in the times of the Mishkan and later on in the times of the, of the two temples and many of the rituals contained in our Torah portion have to do with eating foods. And the, the Kohen was obliged to eat or commanded to eat the korban, the offerings, after they were put in the fire, uh, he, he or the Kohanim had to sit down and eat this meat. So in Parashat saf the eating of the korbanot, the animal sacrifices by the Kohanim is explained at length. The eating of the sacrifices was part of the final preparations for the inauguration of the Mishkan. So it was part of the preparations. And the Gemara explains that when a person brought a korban, when a person brought a sacrifice for atonement, if a person had committed a sin, he would bring this sacrifice to ask forgiveness, to get closer to Hashem. This wouldn't be complete until the koanim would eat the meat of the sacrifice, so the eating of that sacrifice was part of the sacrifice. If it was not accomplished, then it's as if the sacrifice had not been done. This practice was taken into su- such great esteem that the sages teach that in the times of messiah there will be a meal of the Leviathan in the in the Shor Habor. The Leviathan is a um, is a giant fish monster that is gonna exist in the times of Meshia. And the Shor Habor is a very wild ox, also a very special animal. And the Alter Rebbe in Likotei Torah gives us an explanation of why this meal is so significant and how eating foods brings much elevation when doing it with the right kavanah, with the right intention so it says and you shall eat that which is eaten and be satisfied and praise Hashem who made wonders for you and you will no longer be ashamed and this is from Yoel and the Midrash states that based on this verse (coughs) that when Hashem blesses the tzaddikim, the righteous by giving them a double blessing in which they should eat and be satiated so Uh, to eat is not only a blessing, to have food in your table is not only a blessing there's also another blessing which is very important is that you are satisfied with your meal Many people eat and eat and eat and eat and they never, never feel satisfied. They always feel like they have more hunger in them. They can eat a whole table and they will never feel satisfied. So that's not a blessing. The blessing is that you have what to eat and that you feel satisfied and that they will not be ashamed also. This is very important. Then. So every creations, every creation needs to be nourished with something. Everything has to be sustained. Uh, the mineral world needs, uh, needs to sustain itself from water, from the elements. The vegetable world needs to be also sustained by, by, the, by water, by sun. The 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 animal world sustains itself from the vegetable world, and the in the in the human world sustains itself from the animal, the vegetable, and the mineral. So we all sustain ourselves from something. Everybody needs nourishment. Everything needs nourishment. If not, we're not able to exist. And, uh, and it says here that even the angels and the souls who live in the, in the upper worlds also need sustenance. And what is the sustenance, the nourishment for these uh, spiritual entities? And it is the revelation of godliness that nurtures them with strength, and, and, and with strength to comprehend Hashem and serve Him daily. So their nourishment is not a physical nourishment. They're not eating material uh, things, but they're nourishing themselves from spirituality. So it is this revelation of godliness in the higher worlds that trickles down here and takes the form of a physical food in this world. So it's like um, Hashem is the biggest uh, recycler. The, 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 the angels and the souls in the upper worlds, they nourish themselves from the godliness of those that they're able to, to grasp from Hashem. And that energy trickles down to this world and it's what is contained in our food system. So, so we see here that the angels are the medium through which the spiritual energy of our food makes its way down into this world. And the sages state there isn't a blade of grass below that does not have a masal above that hits it and tells it to grow so the grass grows because there's a masal there's an energy that tells it to grow so this masal is the spiritual energy of the food that is rooted above within the supernal angels so now we can come to give an insight on the purpose of our eating why do we eat? why do we need to eat? Hashem could have created humanity without the need to eat or animals, for example. We could have just been recharged like our cell phones, like we could have an outlet and we charge, like the Tesla or any of these uh, electrical cars. We, we didn't, we, it's, we need to eat because there's a purpose to it. So our souls come, come from the world of Atzilut, which is the highest of the four worlds uh, in which Hashem contracted himself to, cre- to create. And the, and the, and our souls come from this world of Atzilut, and the higher of the worlds, also known as the world of emanation. So this world of Atzilut is a world where Hashem is emanating His light, His never-ending light. And since our souls are loftier than the angels, it is only through our eating the spiritual energy of that food by keeping kosher and saying the appropriate blessings before we eat that we're able to elevate the sparks of that food by using its energy to learn Torah and do mitzvot. So the energy that is contained in the food is revealed, is released when we come and we eat it in the proper way, with a proper mindset and the proper kavana, proper intention, we're releasing those godly sparks. They come into us. They are the energy that sustain us. And with this food, we're able to uh, be able to learn, to do good things, to work, to do everything we need to do in this work, in this world. So, in the future, in the days of Meshia, our bodies will be so refined that our souls will be able to shine right through and won't be concealed by the coarseness of our current state. So the souls of the future world, when the Messiah comes, are going to be souls that are more, more, it's the same soul, it comes from the same place, but the revelation of that soul is going to be a different revelation. So the souls that are in the world today are, 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 souls that, re, that reveal themselves, that they project themselves in a finite way, the times of Messiah, the soul will be able to project itself in an infinite way. That's gonna be the difference. So in the future, we will see the souls of today similar to the souls of the animals. Just as today, we eat the kosher animals and by doing this, we can refine and elevate them. In the times of Mashiach, as part of our current soul will be contained in the Leviathan and the Shor Habor and by the Tzadikim partaking of this meal, these sparks will also be refined and elevated in the future souls. So this is very abstract and very difficult to understand. It's like, Margie, what are you saying? The sadikim are gonna eat us. Is it cannibalism? What is going on? No, 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 no. It's not that. Remember that everything is energy-based. And uh, it's only a spark of of these souls. So we're all a, a, an emanation of God. Like we are a spark of Him, mamish a piece of Hashem. So with one little candle, you can light up the whole world. That's the same. It's just a little percentage. And by the tzaddikim partaking of this meal of the Leviathan and the Shor habor they are being able to elevate those sparks of those souls into being able to come to the world and and uh, live in an infinite way. The, the revelation of that soul is gonna be in a much loftier state than it is today. So this is similar to the concept of the korbanot, of the sacrifices, as through eating a korban, of... Um, of a a species, the spark of this animal is elevated and refined. So when they used to come and bring, for example, a sheep and and use it as a a sacrifice, as an offering, all the sheep in the world were elevated because of this korban. So as the verse states, you shall eat what is eaten. In the future, the tzaddikim will consume food that is already eaten. Eaten, in this sense, refers to refined. And it refers to today's souls, which are considered refined in comparison to the souls of the animals. And therefore, the current human soul has the ability to refine the animal soul. So today, in our state, what is, how is all this crazy sure applicable to my regular mundane life? What it's trying to explain to us is that we, in our current state, as we are today, in which our soul has a finite revelation in a coarse body, we're able to, by eating animals, we're being able to elevate the sparks of these animals. Today, we can do that. In the times of Mashiach, it's gonna be that the tzaddikim are gonna be able to elevate our neshamas. To a, to a different level. So, so it says here, which are considered refined in comparison to the souls of the animals, and therefore the current human soul has the ability to refine the animal soul. So we can elevate the animal soul by eating the korbanot. So the the, uh, the the animal in our days, the the the, the koen, by eating the korbanot was able to elevate the animal soul the animal soul inside of the person that was offering the korban. Because that person had sinned because his animal soul was the one that made him trip. And so because of this, he was sacrificing his animal, his nature, his animalistic, egocentric nature with an offering of a real animal. And by doing this, he was being able to elevate his animal soul. Not only that, he was able to elevate that animal too. So does the soul of the animals are elevated by the souls of today and the soul of today will be elevated by the souls of the future. So on the verse, this this, the Korban of Aaron, the Midrash explains. This is the meaning of the verse regarding Shimon in of sho, in, in Shoftim. From those that eat food comes out food. Shimshon was puzzled when he saw honey coming out of the insides of a lion stating that the lion eats all the other animals so how can it be that he himself becomes food so this gives us a better understanding into the eating of the korbanot by the koanim the korbanot, the offering, the sacrifice, was not just a present given to the kohanim. It's not because he was a nice guy that was offering all day in the altar and he was doing this barbecue every day under the sun and he was uh, sweating the whole day that at the end of the day Hashem gave him this, uh, the food to eat, the, the meat to eat, so as a price, as a payment. No, what it's telling us here is that this is not the reason that, that Aaron ate the The offering it was actually part of the atonement process required for the person who brought the offering so the sages teach that the person couldn't complete the atonement until the Kohen ate from the meat of the offering so it was part of the process it was part of it it was not something extra that came with the with the offering it was not a bonus it was part of the of the of the whole offering so both the eating of the meat on the altar and by the kohanim brought an elevation of the animal soul of the korban so Aaron himself this is where the punchline comes and where it comes really interesting to understand Aaron himself didn't need an elevation. He himself didn't need an elevation. It is explained elsewhere that any level that has the ability to refine another level is already refined. So a person that is already refined doesn't need to be refined. If one is not yet refined, then he cannot refine others. So for example, a person who teaches Torah, a teacher, a a, a Rebbe, you cannot go and teach Torah and tell people to eat kosher and keep Shabbat if you yourself don't eat kosher, kosher and you yourself don't eat Shabbat so you have to walk the talk you don't know, talk the walk or walk the talk say what you mean, mean what you say so he cannot refine others if he himself is not yet refined so it says here that um, so many people preach and preach but when you look at their own deeds they are very far from what they teach it is for this reason that a person needs to first, for example, in the mornings do brahas and uh, Shema Israel before he's going to have a, a coffee or, or a tea. Before he's going to have breakfast, he needs to say some blessings. He needs to refine himself before he sits down and refines the food. Most people don't even eat before the whole shaharit prayer. So it means that uh, we need to refine ourselves before we can refine something else. So does the fact that by Aaron eating the korban help refine and elevate the animal soul of that person that was giving the offering is a sign that he was already refined? As they say, you can't give what you don't have. So the person who brought the korban... A regular Jew would come to the temple or the sanctuary with a, with a korban because he had done something that was not right, right? He was coming to offer uh, a peace offering or he came to give a, uh, a gratitude offering or he came to ask forgiveness. Uh, he, would, uh, he would be physically affected to the point of refinement and elevation of his spiritual standing. It takes courage, why? Because it takes courage to accept our misdeeds and it takes humility to be grateful. So the first thing in refining ourselves is to accept that we need to be refined. A person that doesn't look inside and doesn't say, you know what, I have this issue, I have to to fix it, then there's no way that he can be refined. It has to start with you. You know, you can try to help a person, but if that person doesn't want to be helped, there's no way you can help him. So by the person taking the first step in approaching Hashem, this in itself opened the door for the elevation. So, but there is still something puzzling in this um, parasha, and it is, if Aaron was already refined, why did he also need to bring a korban? He also used to bring a korban. The answer lies in that there is no limit to our elevation. Even Aaron Hakohen, who was a very refined human being, he was a tzaddik of his time, had many more levels to ascend. It's never ending. It's never going to end because the essence of the soul Even if in this world it's concealed in a finite way, but the essence of that soul, which will be revealed in the times to come, is infinite. It's it's never ending. And the potential of that soul is never ending. So there's always a step above, some place higher to reach and to ascend. Thereby, Thereby the refiner himself becomes refined, to a higher level of nullification and closeness to closeness to Hashem, so I want to wish you a blessed week. This is the week of Purim. Remember that by keeping pouring, by being joyful on pouring, by giving Mishra Manot, by giving food to the poor, by uh, participating in a seudah, by being jolly and happy. In this way, it's a way of refinement too. So take the opportunity. It's a beautiful way to do it. And, and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.